0: Go ahead. and we are live cast All right. what up squad
1: Zoomcast it's what we do now
0: what up brosif
2: yeah I got a little fancy on the Zoomcast with the background eh I you. see that I see that like a real
1: broadcaster no. he's actually on a remote Caribbean island you have the hairpiece <laughs> you have the, you have the green screen. You're like a you're like a a real broadcaster. You should have the shirt and tie on with no pants. It's great.
2: Hey, I could switch it to that, which is awesome. Or you know, like a, one of one of these. Oh, you don't want to do that. But you know, it's just things like that. We'll mess around.
1: I've avoided. You know, I've avo- you, know I, you know, I've avoided looking into who that dude is. You know. That? He was just a. Um... No, no, I I know, but I've avoided it. You know what I'm saying. Wait, you know, which guy? He's like he's like Tiger King. No, I can't have that stink on me. Which guy wow. are you talking about? Oh, the, like uh, the the uh, the large gentleman that uh, pops up behind Dirt Malone. That is. Oh the, yeah, yeah. The so the the, me- the guy in the meme. The subject.
2: The he's the opposite of Tiger King. He's the guy that he he passed away, and his thing went. His video went viral of him naked, and. He was, um you know, he was struggling to make money and stuff, so he did porn, and um, all these memes came out, and they're like, "What the hell? This guy's family should be getting money." So this one guy came out with a shirt that just has his face on it and says, "Wash your hands," and all the proceeds go to his family. And I think they sold like thousands of them.
1: Well, that's awesome. I didn't, I didn't know the guy. I didn't know. That's thought you are gonna say with pictures of his dick on the thing. I didn't know. like really do this. No, 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 just his head. I didn't know the guy passed away, so that's, that's sad and tragic yeah. and unfortunate. Um, Tiger King's another story. Huh? I'm over that guy. Yeah. yeah. It's pop
0: culture. Speaking of, like, just memes and social media. Yeah, yeah. And we'll get in. We'll, soon we'll talk about the main topic of this cast. But yes. I just had a moment of, um, you know, it's like every state is in a different part of the process yeah,
1: yeah you know what yeah, i mean like everything yeah.
0: is like there's ebbs and flows one state's like totally wide open pool parties yeah but i saw a picture of like someone at like an outdoor bar and restaurant okay. with a burger and a beer wow like, with their kids and their wife you know like at a thing and i was just like <laughs> how far how many hours of a drive is that from here?" wow like, you know like it's where it seems like we're still a couple weeks you know, maybe two weeks. Who knows? Um, from it that,
1: like, it's the simple things. You know what I mean? It's right. the simple things.
0: Mm-hmm. And I mean, like
1: we're yeah. two, but like being, but like my thing is like be, being two weeks from that. It's it, that's just an arbitrary thing, though, isn't it? Yep. Like you'll le- you'll you'll legally be able to do that. Well, right, but does it mean that it's a good idea? Like I, I like, for example, like I, I feel like there's like a lot of people who are just like. Oh, I, I'm good. I'm good on the the. Uh, I'm good on the quarantine now, right. and, and I'm good on COVID. So I'm just gonna go about my life now as if everything's straight. And, oh yeah, no gut instinct.
0: It's like I, gut instinct and just kind of deciding when the mental anxiety and stress and frustration gets to a personal boiling point. Right. just Deciding, okay, now our society needs to match where my head's at.
1: Right, know? but but and I and listen and I, I I am not um I'm not I am not a trained uh scientist or biologist right. or epidemiologist but I'm pretty sure the virus doesn't give a fuck no, it doesn't. about whether or not you're you're bo- you're over it right like oh you're over it it's like like to me like don't get me wrong there's a difference between like uh like you know a, a people who are enduring like deep uh you know like mental struggle uh, coping in this process and like people who want to be at a pool party at the mirage right like there's a there's a drastic because they're tired of hearing about COVID like that's not that's not what this is that's not what this is I know but we all know that like
0: you know um I think there's like a human nature element where like
1: the weather's nice
0: well, yeah, not, no, I just mean like after being indoors for so long and going through all this and the stress and anxiety and the financial anxiety, like all the things attached to all it. All entirely valid, yes. There's a lot of people who lack self-awareness and they're not like taking, don't occasionally take stock of where they're at and what they're feeling and they just like sure. go through life impulsively doing things in the moment, reacting Sure. and not, you know, they're not like thoughtfully going through it. and that's a certain percentage of the population and those people are going to do that. Like you open the bar, they'll go to the bar. You open the pool, they'll go to the pool, right, you know, right, like, right. and that's going to happen in any, and and there's going to be states, a period of opening and closing. Like, right. you know, I, I say two weeks, like, I haven't looked at exactly what Murphy said, but I think it's clear that he's not opening like the moment that everyone demands that the place the state gets open like there's a different metric guiding it and I think like my just my guesstimate of looking at how other states have done it and all that stuff like I would think like we're two weeks away you know like around that time but these things change you know you you have a big outbreak you have to close the valve again you know like that's going to be our lives Open and close, open and close. Like, it's not just going to be fully open all the time. It's not going to be fully closed all the time. Right, we're going to be bouncing back and forth of course. all yeah. over the state. But so that's – uh, I think in light of all we've been going through, and personally speaking, like f- what's what's coming up with G-Code and what we're about to talk about, for me, could not be coming at a better time. I well, think – um, you know, I posted on Facebook, and I saw like a lot of people reacting and thinking. I think like everybody's in a place where what we're gonna talk about and what we're looking to do can serve a purpose even bigger than it normally does. So we're talking forty days and forty nights, maybe. That's correct. The third our annual event.
1: Our third. Where,
0: if you want to talk in detail about it, Greg, but basically like kick ass for forty days, challenge ourselves for forty days, a little more so than usual, if yep. possible. And get to outside of our comfort zones, but we'll talk about that, Greg.
1: Yeah, man. You know, the 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 idea originated when I was coming up on my 40th birthday, and uh, right. I was thinking to myself, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I in, from in terms of like like you said, taking stock and self awareness and being self analytical. I think I go through phases, <laughs> probably, right. probably, probably like anybody, where I'm either entirely oblivious or hypercritical, <laughs> right? right. And I was going through one of those periods where I was just aware of all the things that I thought I could be doing better. And, like, my 40th birthday was coming up, which is, like, a, a milestone. So I was like, all right, yep. well, you know, um, if I was going to be the better version of myself, what would, I, what would that guy be doing right now? So I, you know, sort of went through a laundry list in my head of, like, what those things would be. And I thought to myself, oh, all right, like, we were, like, 40 days out, you know, at the time, 40-some days out from my, from my, my birthday. And I thought, all right, well... What if we just make a thing of that and, you know, try to underscore all the ways we could all improve in terms of mind, body, soul, our relationships, you know, every aspect of our being, intellect, all those things. Right. How can you um, put more focus on things you know you need to focus on? um, Stop procrastinating with some things i'm i'm yep. a serial i'm a serial procrastinator with some in some ways with some things i am jumping with both feet the way of the samurai is one of immediacy and then yep. another in with other things i'm just like yeah dude whatever it's not important i'll get around to it and that it's not important i'll get around to it mind state is something that i think isn't productive and can uh impact other aspects of your life right and i one thing that, that uh, a lesson that, I, that I, I've learned in the process of, of all of this and in life in general and in terms of um, 40 days and 40 nights and whatnot is when I have that impulse uh, where I know that there's something that I, that I need to do, but it's inconvenient in a way that I, sometimes you say, man, the last thing in the world I feel like doing right now is X. When I right. have that feeling, I have to go do that thing. Because the best version of me does that thing, right? You follow what I'm saying? And like, yeah, absolutely. And it's like you know, I um, it's it's um, uh, Aristotle, right? But uh, um, you know, uh, the idea that uh, ex- excellence isn't uh, like a, a virtue; it's a pattern of behaviors. You know, what I mean, it's right. what what we do repeatedly is who we are. So excellence, if we're constantly striving for excellence, then we ourselves become excellent beings. So it's like right. in per- it's a, a flawed individual's pursuit of excellence. You know what I mean, and that, that's yep. sort of what, what forty forty you know aspires to be. Give me one second here. I'm trying something. Hey, Look. Tech Tech Diff, my favorite MC Tech Diff. Tech Diff, Tech Diff. diff. Gatsby the Tech Diff, easy. You like
0: that better, right there?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mike Bernhardt. it's it's name spelled wrong. I thought it's Mike Bernhard. Yeah,
2: Mike Michael
1: Bernhardt. <laughs> Trevor Peterson, Michael Bernhard, and Gary Stereo. <laughs> They're my favorites. So the the, the names we stay under hotels hotel fans don't stalk us. All
0: right, so here's what we're gonna do: forty days and forty nights is coming up. We're basically announcing it right now, right?
1: Yeah, Monday. That's correct. Monday June first.
0: Monday it's gonna it begin begins.
1: That's great. Forty
0: days. Kicking ass, taking names, trying yep. different things. Yep. Just to give you an example yep. of some things that have been done in the past. I'm just gonna grab some random ones. I know we've all done dirt. You did an unusual one last year to outrun Tom Brady's 40 yard dash to beat his time.
1: That yeah. was that was a that was a cool one. I gotta admit. That was that yeah. was dope. I I'm, like
0: those thinking outside the box ones. Greg, so. I know you did like cardio every day and training every day, right?
1: Well, all right. So like, you know, one of the things that we talk about is the idea that uh, how you, you settle into a pattern of behavior, right? And that the longer you stick with something, the more and more you uh, are likely for it to become part of your lifestyle and not just right. a, a thing you do. So a perfect example is um, when I started cardio for 40 days and 40 nights last year, I never stopped. So I've done cardio six days a week every single week since last year's forty forty, Awesome. So, like, that's just an example of getting into a groove of something that you know is beneficial, but getting into a groove of it where it just becomes a part of what you do. You know what right. I mean? And all of a sudden, it's not like this thing you have to do. It's just what you do. Like, you brush your teeth. Yeah, you yeah, eat, yeah. You eat, you eat breakfast. All right, well, it's just, you know. It's What's boring.
0: the saying about how long it takes to form a habit?
1: I, 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 I want to say, is it, like, I don't know if it's 40 days, but, I, like, four there's something, or something something about weeks, right? It's something yeah. about weeks. It's, like, two weeks, four weeks, eight weeks or something like that in terms of human psychology and behavior.
0: behavior I'm looking it up behavior
1: live. Behavior modification. Like, if I ring a bell right now, Dermalone jumps. Like, he doesn't know why he jumps. He just jumps because the bell's ringing. It's Pavlo- Pavlovian. Sounds like
0: that. And All right, book, so, like, recently. Yeah. The studies say on average, it's like around 66 days, but it can range. There's a long range there. It can be 18. It could be 250. Like it depends a little on the personal activity, but right, right. that's the first thing that came up for studies that I looked up here. It said 66 days. So, you know, this is, but you know, I we've seen from 40 days how that can stick and of you know, anybody who's, you know, uh, taking some time off for the holidays and going back to the gym and all that. Like, you know, like you can get into a groove a lot quicker than 66 days. I think 40 days is an awesome time period, even if it's not like too... There's a couple different approaches in my mind. It, It doesn't necessarily need to be to form a habit that sticks either. It could also be... Maybe you're giving your body a different challenge for 40 days. You're working out differently, or you're resting more, or you're stretching. Like, it can be things that are good just for a period of time. Of course, of course, sure. um, We've seen people do all kinds of different things, but it's going to be, I think, this year, man, just based on where everyone's at, and, and what's been going on in the world, and in our country, and in our area, in our industry, like, 40 days challenging yourself to... Pursue new things, to reach new heights, to even regain things that maybe have fallen off in the last, you know, little while while we've been adjusting to this curveball to get back on track. Like, there's a lot of opportunity out there. And I also think, like, with the disconnection that's happened, you know, like the social disruption. Like, Greg, I saw you this weekend. It's the first time I'd seen you since Arnold weekend. I know. So that's like, what, three months Yep. I still miss your pretty face. I haven't seen you, so like, it's been a while, and I think this is a good way for people to like feel more of a connection that might be missing right now in like a lot of people's lives. It's
1: it's been a while since I've hugged a man. Yeah. You know, it's far too long since I hugged a man. I got forty say. hugs
0: and nights. That's it, coming. man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a good goal. Absolutely, it is a good goal. You gotta
0: wear a pair right, of so, every day. 40. So we're going to start with – here's what we'll fine. do. Okay. We'll go around and we'll do one at a time. Okay. And we'll list our ideas, our goals, what we're each going to try to do individually during these 40 days. So, Dirt, why don't you set it off? Give us one of the Dirt Malone specials this year for 40 days and 40 nights.
2: All right. So I haven't really formulated all of them out okay. yet. Yeah, But my list from last year was a playoff of the – Excuse me. The number 40 where I wanted to consume 40 ounces of rice every day, grow my hair off for 40 days, beat Tom Brady's 40 yard dash, which I fucking did. Yes, you did. Yeah. And be able to recognize, identify <laughs> 40 species of birds. I remember That's that. right. Now, I think we're going to ante it up a little bit because I've been on this running tip lately where... I see that. I'm just like, you know what? Let's fucking... Let's get the running going. Let's just start jogging and then going from there. And I've been picking up momentum. So for the 40 days, I'm going to double it since there's 40 days and 40 nights. I'm going to run 80 miles in 40 days. That's nice. Awesome. I love it. On.
0: Beautiful. Now, all right. Are
2: we That's awesome. Coming back or are we just explaining them all?
0: No. We'll, go- well, I mean, if you have more to add to that task, but we'll go around and we'll just keep
1: going with each one. Gee. Yeah. All right, well, um, a groove that I got into last year uh, that uh, I haven't been as consistent with recently that I want to get back into is reading every night before bed. Uh, that That's a, always been a, a good, um, you know, as opposed, and that means not on my phone and yep. not, not watching television, but actually reading something before bed every night. And that's something that served me really well as a kid. Um, Because I really, I didn't have a TV in my room until I was like 17, 18 years old. So like as a kid, right. I read every night. Um, so uh, I want to get back in the groove of reading every night. So um, I, I'll definitely try, to, I'm definitely going to try to find something to read that, uh, that I enjoy, that I find um, productive and worthwhile, positively stimulating. Yep. Um, something that, you know, stimulates my creative intellect. I find it to be calming. Um, not only good for my my mind in terms of um, intellectually, but good in terms of just relaxing me, putting me at ease, um, and getting into that groove, that ritual every night before I sleep is a good thing. So that's, that's going to be one of them for me. I'm going to uh, uh, get in a groove where I read every night. Right. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, along those
0: lines, it'll probably have to be every night, but I got a couple books nice. that uh, are on my list. Uh, you know, to me, I like I'm trying to hit every aspect, mental, physical, spiritual, like all that stuff. Right. Um, one of the things I was doing the, during these quarantine days and all that is going out into parks and trails and like just trying to get some sun and some fresh air, maybe walk by a stranger. Like no, it doesn't you know what I mean? Like right. just just to connect to the earth and feel good and feel better. And I found like instantly it helped me. It's like night and day. I went from like totally just sick of being inside and stressed and all this stuff, like go one place for an hour once a week, and it's like night and day. But so I was doing it at one of them, didn't know where we were going. Kaylee and I were walking, didn't know where the hell it was leading. We were just going, right? And ended up at some old, like 200 year old house that was now the visitor center of a state park. And in front of it, it had a book drop,
1: wow. right? Those like a cool. little thing, little Those thing, cool. right? Yeah.
0: So like I randomly stumbled upon this book drop after like, I thought I was like in the middle of the woods and nowhere near anything. And like, sure. it just opens up to this house with a book drop. So I came back the next week with a book that was like, oddly, when we were on our honeymoon, there was a book drop that we found and it was the only book in English.
1: Wow. Right? Yep.
0: And so I grabbed this book. It was a book like I like serendipitous books, like a book sure. I would never have read. I didn't know right. anything about or the reviews. It right. looked like a serious book. I read this book and I like really enjoyed it. Right. So I'm like, I wrote a little like little thing in it. Nice. And I'm like, I'm going to go take it back and, and exchange it for one of these books. I like and it. I open up the thing. I have, I'm not going to look up anything about this book. I have okay. no idea if okay. it's good. It might be for children. I don't sure, even sure. know yet. Okay. Sure. But this is the book. I don't know if you can see it. Can you read that backwards? Wow.
1: Murder at Murder, Ebbets Field.
0: Murder, Murder at Ebbets Field.
1: Wow. Equal
0: parts baseball and mystery is what it says at the top. That's
1: pretty awesome.
0: So I don't have any idea about this. It's got these Cracker Jack ball player images and stuff all over it. Right? it awesome. Like, you know, it's like a real looking book. So that's one. Wow. And uh, I'm going to read a couple others. But I, I'm like, you know, I, I opened up the book drop thing. It was like front and center, and I'm like, did so, like did Kaylee race ahead of me and put this book in? <laughs> right, right?
1: That's so dope. So,
0: yeah, so I'm gonna check that out. That's one of a couple books I'm hoping to read.
1: As, as is my tradition, allow me to completely sidetrack us. Yeah, yeah, will. go for it. Okay, so I did. You guys see what I sent you last night? Did, did you know? Did you notice the text that I sent you last night? Is this the uh, memorabilia stores? No, I sent oh. you. Text, about, but it's not unrelated though. Okay. I sent you a text last night with a Wikipedia entry on Honus Wagner. Oh, right.
2: Yeah, I didn't get to read that one.
1: Okay, so, you know, I told you I was back watching the, the baseball uh, documentary, uh, the Ken Burns baseball documentary. Yeah. And what's incredibly dope is that you see like the evolution of the sport of baseball, right? And I think everybody, when they think about the old school all-time greats, they think about Babe Ruth, right? But there are guys before Babe Ruth that were equally huge. Right. And there was Ty Cobb before Babe Ruth. But then before Ty, like, so Ty Cobb's like the 1910s to the 1920s. Right. And then Babe Ruth occurs after 1919 with the Black Sox scandal and basically saves baseball. He saves baseball. His persona and his 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 hitting literally brought baseball back from the brink. But the guy before Babe Ruth and then before Ty Cobb 1900 to 1910 is Honus Wagner and Honus Wagner is like the fucking star, right? And what's dope about Honus Wagner is that he's a fucking coal miner, right? He's from like a coal mining family. It ends up being the fucking star of the Pittsburgh pirates, right? Um, He, Ty Cobb is like one of the biggest, Douchebags, like of all time, like one of the worst human beings ever in the history of pro sports, in terms of <laughs> right. oh, yeah, just, exactly. a, just as a man, in terms of just like a, a terrible guy, and definitely scared out of his wits of Honus Wagner, <laughs> like like right. like like he like kneeled knelt before Honus Wagner, right? Um, the, Ty Cobb says Honus Wagner is the greatest baseball player who ever lived, right? But they were they were um, at a certain point they were peers. Um, and, uh, I, a really fucking crazy thing was that the first induction into the hall of fame, right. The very, when the, when the hall of fame was started was 1936. Right. Right. And and they had an initial class and this initial class, um, is supposed to be like the the greatest play, the, the initial greatest players from the beginning of baseball. Right. And it's, a, it's, a, it's a, like an introductory class. All the names are iconic. It's like Walter Johnson, Christy Matheson. Um, right. Uh, all those guys, right? Cy Young, et cetera. And, uh, you know, they the, the, the sports writers voted like they always vote. Who do you think got the most votes? If you guys had to guess, 1936, the first inductees into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Not to put you on the spot.
2: I couldn't. I guess.
1: don't know. Okay. So Ty Cobb got the most votes. Kay. Okay. Okay. Second place was a tie between Honus Wagner and Babe Ruth. Wow, which is fucking crazy. Which will tell you how fucking huge Honus Wagner was. Yeah, um, no kidding. So, and and also this is this the other thing that stimulated it was Dirt Malone and and getting me fired up about baseball cards. You know, Honus Wagner has the most expensive baseball card ever made. Correct? Do you know that, Dirt Malone? Is that the one that's like more portrait? Yes. Yep, it's the the T two o the T two o six from nineteen o nine, right? And I think Keith Olbermann owns one. Skull, so in terms of famous people who own one, I think no Gretz, I think Gretzky owns one, and I think Keith Olbermann owns one. But um, the it it went for three point eight million dollars at auction.
2: Jesus Christ! Yep. I gotta ask Pudge. He has baseball cards. We might have that one. I doubt it.
1: But... <laughs> I don't think he has that one. <laughs> if he has yeah, that one, on if he way. has that one, the Polsons can retire. So that would be nice. <laughs> that would be nice. The whole Polson clan. It's not cheap. The whole Polson clan can retire. But uh, yeah, Honus, Honus Wagner. So I, I, I uh, he like a first-generation American, son of immigrants. Just like one of the dopest, like manliest, like. Athletic icons ever, and he was like a star before there were stars in sports. And the, the one last thing about him, the reason that card's so valuable, Derek Malone, you know the, the backstory? I don't. It's so valuable because back then they used to put cards with tobacco products ah. with cigarettes, with uh chewing tobacco, whatever, right? And Honus Wagner wanted to be a role model for little kids. And he said, I have all these kids who look up for me. I can't be in tobacco products. Pull my card. Mm -hmm. So they pulled his card, and they only ran a few of them that even got out into the circulation. So what you have is you have, like, the best baseball player of that era. And the card is so rare because they they stopped making them immediately when they started. Wow. That's So that's so, So that's why it's so valuable. It's so valuable because none of them ever made it out into the world.
2: You know, where to put them, right? It's like, I guess they were distributing cards at all these tobacco products. And they were like,
1: well, I don't think they realized that it was like uh, that the cards were necessarily like Mm -hmm. something kids would love maybe back then. They didn't know. So they were just putting these guys who were, you know, uh, you know, because obviously grown men love sports. So they were just putting these cards, I guess, in the tobacco products. And, and Wagner I guess, was, was hip enough to realize that, you know, kids shouldn't smoke. Uh, so he's like, no, pull me, pull me out of there. I don't want to be, you know, associated with tobacco. And then. Could you imagine
2: the one guy that was probably digging into like his red man? He's like,
1: oh, what was right. Yeah, oh, dude, ah, of course. Shit. Of course. I mean, do you, I don't like, I don't know about Kendrick's era, but I, I can tell you countless, my dad being one of them. My dad was born in 45. So he lived through the fifties as a kid collecting baseball cards and, like, it's one of those situations. Sco has one with his toys where you leave one day, you come home, and they're gone. And you're like, hey, right. where are my cards? And your yeah. mom's like, oh, I threw them out. <laughs> right? right. And, and you look back, and you look back because, you know, parents didn't think that stuff had any value. But you look back at, like, the, the baseball cards from the 50s are worth, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars. And, you know, the only people who um, were ever able to cash out on that stuff were people who were lucky enough. Yeah, that they held on to him. You know what I mean, or were even able to hold on to him. You know, we talk about how how much shit you lose when you move. It's like a perfect example of that. You know what I mean? Yep. Crazy. All right, dirt. Oh, what else you got on the list? That's
2: an interesting story, Greg. I you're welcome for it.
1: you're welcome for that sidetrack. You're That's welcome awesome. for that sidetrack.
2: <laughs> All right, forty for forty. Like I said, I haven't ironed these wrinkles out yet, but still playing off the forty. I'm going to keep it in the athletic realm. So the first one was 80 miles in 40 days. Which I stopped. love it. I love, love it. Awesome. The next one, I'm going to nail a 40-yard field goal. I'm going to try to fucking do it. I don't know. That's awesome. Doing, but we're going to get to it, and I'm going to film it, and we're going to put that down there. That's awesome. Nice.
1: Nice. That's, That's legit. a great one. That's a great one. Oh, That's nice. legit, too. That's legit. A 40-yard field goal is no joke. So that, that is legit. That would, that would be the ball on the 30-yard line, correct? Yeah. Are you uh, are, I think are, you have more than that.
0: I think you get seven – wherever the yardage is, you add 17 to it.
1: I think, like, isn't No, it, it's – well, well, the field goal the field goal is kicked from seven yards back from the line of scrimmage. Right, and then, then the count, end zone is 10 yards. It's 10 percent. yards, right. I think so, yeah. Right, but a – right, so that would be the 23-yard line, then you're saying.
0: Yeah, I think you have to – yeah, a field goal is normally – 17 yards longer than the distance of the line of scrimmage to the, so goal the 20 line.
1: so from the 23 23
0: yard line. yard line you'd have to kick it from all right we write that
1: down we'll no make, no 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 no. wait a minute no that's not true though the 23 yeah. yard line would be the line of scrimmage wait he yeah has the 23 kick, yard yeah, line is and he li- so, so he has to kick it from the 30
2: 30
1: no because yeah because do- the end zone is 10 yards and then twenty-three yards, oh, right. yeah, and then seven back. Right, right. Yeah,
0: Kick it from the thirty. Yep. And it'll be forty yards if yep. you're just kicking it straight. Wait, is there defense coming to blood? No,
1: <laughs> yes, it's you.
0: Socially distanced offensive line. How does that work? It's, it's yeah. It's you. It's you I'm and a me. Cutout fans that go like this, so <laughs> in front of it. I'm more like a cardboard cutout of like you know. Of like Ed Reed jumping or something, <laughs> Troy Polamalu. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you need a fat head of Troy
1: Palomalu. It's awesome. Uh, that's awesome, man. That's a good one. Um, Greg. All right, so all right, I I have a little um disclosure to make. I have already kind of begun. Okay. I am fucking starving over here. Because my my goal is to, to, to my goal every year is to be in the best shape I can be in by my birthday, all so right. uh as of tuesday I try, i've been trying to clean up the diet, and I will tell you gents that it, I am fucking starving all the time because my my problem is that like here's my problem my problem is that I'm a skinny kid by nature, and I train a lot, so my metabolism gets revved up, and I need like carbs and stuff to keep fueled and to not be starving all the time. Cause I feel like right. I, I burn through a lot of calories, but I also feel like if I'm going to get in shape, like I'd like to be or make progress in that direction in, in however many days it is until my birthday, right. 30 some days. Um, I need to like, you know, make sort of certain like concessions. So like I've cut, I've cut like, so the bowl of cereal before bed is gone. Oh Right. You know, Stuff like that, um, you know, like, uh, like, like utilizing, like, potato rolls for chicken sandwiches and burgers, like, that's out.
2: Mm-hmm. Stuff
1: like that. So I cut a lot of that stuff out already, and what I, do, what I find, you know, this is only three days in, what I find is that I struggle to fill that calorie gap, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I, I know I, so I, it means I got to eat more clean food. You know what I mean? It is is the difference, but it's it's just hard. So like I, I know like where my maintenance calories are and I'm I think I'm like way below it and I'm just hungry all the time and it's a terrible place to be. So I'm hoping I can get into a groove where I'm not so hungry all the time. But that that's what I've I've begun. Awesome. So
0: nice. Wait, so what would
1: that be considered if you had to write it on the list? Uh, I mean Cleaning, yeah, yeah. You know, just clean eating, cleaning. Try to, you know, with a purpose in mind. Like no, clean, nice. clean eating with a clean eating with a purpose.
0: Uh, my next one involves clean eating, okay. although it's not necessarily the motivation for it. So, um, I just got my New Jersey fishing license. Nice. Okay. Hey, welcome. Yes, brother. So um, I want to. I was at my grandfather-in-law's uh, last week, and he has these massive trees in his backyard that he planted. Wow. So he's been at his house like 50 years, and he's seen these trees like grow up, right? So Pretty just awesome. kind of go along with the theme of, like, connecting to everything. I'm going to take something, and I'm going to give something back. So okay. I'm going to catch, clean, cook, and eat a fish. Beautiful. That's my goal. All right, I've never nice. I've caught a fish before. I've eaten a fish before. I've cooked a fish before. Right. The cleaning is really going to be right. the the learning part. I don't think it's going to be like incredibly difficult, but I've never done it. I want to be able to do it so that that's going to be fresh water or salt water. Freshwater.
2: Okay. Awesome. You want to yeah. catch all eyes, go. I love you.
0: All right. Well, I got a couple lakes that I've discovered in my travels that I'm going to be uh
1: frequenting. So, I'm oh, going to Take a fish, and I'm going to put a tree somewhere. I've always thought fishing was good for the soul. It's something that I, I I need to get into at some point in my life.
0: Well, you know, I like it's um, I'm sh- it's definitely not like uh, it's definitely a calming thing. That's you what know? I'm saying. It seems meditative. Yeah, you have to re- be patient re- and
1: right. Med- meditative and relaxing. Something awesome about it. Yeah,
0: yeah so I'm going to take something from the land and put something back in. I
1: dig that. And plant a tree.
2: So you're going to catch and cook a fish Yep. plant a tree
0: yep taking out a fish giving back a tree i love it all
2: right i'm writing this down so it's I good know. stuff it's good stuff i like that
0: i dig it you can you clean a fish dirt yeah i even i have a
2: youtube video on my um if you go to dirt malone on youtube and you look at it we caught a walleye when i lived on the lake for a year Okay. buddy Grable, who I lived with, he, caught, he taught me everything there's to know about fishing. And if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't know shit about fish or fishing, right. point, pots, lures, all that. And we would go out and catch these walleyes, which, you know, they had these big ass eyes and these things would get up to like two feet. Right. You know, two or four, four feet go. And the one time it was really late at night, we would go night fishing and uh, we caught like three of these. And the bigger one we brought back. We, like, cut it, we cleaned it, and we cooked it. It wasn't enough meat, but we made, like, a little corn salsa with it, and it was, okay. it was really good, so... Wait,
0: I mean, so a, a four-foot fish, was not enough meat?
2: No, it was, like, um, it was a two-foot fish for us, but right. the way the walleyes are, they're more, like, head and, and I don't know, I don't gotcha. know, I guess we didn't, we didn't really do a great job of filleting it and, and skinning it, but, um... It was an experience, and it was a clean fish. So, if you want to go out there and go fishing, I could take you to some places too.
0: I'm in, brother. I'm in. I got. I think I have enough to do it. So, uh, I've also discovered a couple of places like remote lakes and stuff that I'm digging. Um, I'm just gonna go chill for today day. One day, you know? beautiful, beautiful.
2: See what I can get. Just don't beautiful. eat any bass. Don't eat bats.
0: Why? No bass?
2: Why? those are like the fish you catch and you throw away. You just don't really there's like certain fish. You should research it. There's certain fish you want to. Yeah, eat. I'm gonna
0: look up like what fish are in what lake I go to. And see if I could, you know. You gotta document right.
2: it all. I gotta see this. I gotta see Oh, it. of
0: course. Yeah, no, I'm gonna show it. I'll show you the fish tacos I eat. Oh man. That's what I'm going for. You're killing me. All right, so who is up here? Are we back to uh, dirt malone? All
2: right, so we're back to me
0: and. So, give me uh, a recap. What were your first two? All
2: right, so the first two were to run eighty miles in forty days. Right. And to kick a forty yard field goal. So those those are two little athletic ones. Awesome. So That's now good. the third one is kind of kind of be uh, for the knowledge is power genre. So with my background as a, you know a visual communicator or designer, um, I kind of want to not so much go back in time, but look at artists that are current and some artists from way back, you know, when I was in college, I didn't really pay attention much to, you know, the different art classes and, um, you know, some of the sculptors or painters, you know, except for some of the obvious. So what I want to do is I want to hone in some of the knowledge and maybe pick up some tips from these artists, from, you know, the Renaissance days or contemporary artists now and just kind of pick an artist for a day for 40 days, kind of get to know that artist and see their style and uh, kind of keep it in the back of my mind for, you know, some future G-code drops or some ads or some cool and dope shit and just, you know, expand my knowledge on the people that are out there in the world, either past or present, that are making dope shit so that
1: was hevi- that was heavily a part of go hard yes right like we were we used to like get old books we would like look everywhere we could to find cool images obscure shit um I know. you know there was a lot a lot of like uh, you know from renaissance artists to modern artists like a lot of inspiration for a lot of the stuff we did came from random places like that a lot of stuff from history and whatnot stuff from fashion it's fucking cool. It's cool. It, it would be cool to infuse G code with some of that juice. I know Sco's I know Skos fond of that juice. Um, Hell yeah! So an opportunity to bring some of that back would be great. That's very cool. There, I think.
2: You know, just knowledge is power, and just kind of look at some of these people who dedicate their lives to like a specific style, right? And just learn about them, and you know, all these all these artists are fucked in the head. So you know, of course, but there's beauty in the madness, you know, Jake.
1: Of course, it's part of it. It's part of the deal. It's part of what you yeah. signed up for. All right, <laughs> um, all right. Well, one thing that um, it's a little bit more terrestrial, but I want to do something physical with the girls every day. So like, um, you know, whether that means bike ride, whether that means hike here, whether that means, um, you know, baseball, football, the different sports we play. Um, I want to do have just make sure that you make time to do something physical every day, because, you know, it is like with anything, things get hectic it gets late all of a sudden that thing you wanted to do, you didn't do fucking I'll do it tomorrow. I want to try to make a priority to make sure that we do something like that every day. So like, like I said, obvious things are, you know, riding bikes out front, you know, there's a, there's like a little nature trail near us walking that um, we, 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 have you know, baseball gloves. So we play, play catch in the backyard uh, football, like just watching their progress on a regular basis with it is fucking cool um because you know you know it's like one of those things it's like uh and just how you come back to something over and over again i think it's i think it's interesting how we forget you know when you reach a certain age or when you even when you get good at certain things or you get sort of set in your ways as well right you forget what it is to make rapid progress in something yeah yep right and like uh like to literally watch Sienna in the course of like four days. Um, an interesting thing, right. Is that Sienna had multiple bikes with training wheels and we never got out to ride much. Right. So I was like, all right, enough to so fuck enough. No more fucking training wheels. We, we got this fucking BMX bike in the garage. You're going to go out, you're going to fucking ride and you're it's enough for the bullshit. Right. Okay. And literally in like two days she's riding. Yeah. And the funny thing is, right. That, Jelly the Penelope Jelly Beans bike, she has like a Mickey Road racers bike that has um uh training wheels on it, and something weird was rubbing. This there alone would probably know what it is. Something weird was rubbing with the brake on the back wheel, where like you'd be going and all of a sudden there would be like a, a hesitation on the bike. Like she'd be going and then all of a sudden the like the tire would catch a little bit on a brake, and then she'd be fine. Yeah, so and then catch is, again,
2: right? If it's a disc brake, it could be that the rim is bent or something. If, or it's, it's, or
1: it's definitely something simple like that, but it was throwing her off. So I was like, all right, enough of the bullshit. Just get on the bike with Sienna. And then literally two days later, now neither one of them are using training wheels. Nice. Awesome. Like and literally 72 hour period. They both went from training wheel dependent to not needing training wheels. And I thought, that's fucking amazing. Or I think of, like, when the first time I threw them a baseball and they tried to catch it and they tried to throw it back to me and the difference between that and where they're at now, where they're catching the ball more times than they're not, they're throwing the ball back and they look like ball players, and I'm like, wow, that didn't it, – it's not like that was months and months and months. That was, like, a couple of weeks. And it, it reminds you of, like, what it is when you get in a groove and you're repetitive with something, how you can make progress, like, quickly. So it's like – um I've seen that in them and it's inspiring. And I think to myself, all right, well, that's cool. Like, you know, what can I do in that same way where I can make the progress that I need when I got serious about the different things that I love, you know? So, well, dude, yeah, think about it. If you were to rem- teach them – It's a reminder, a reminder that practice makes perfect, you know? So t- think about it. If
2: you were to teach them, like, say, baseball, you got to learn how yeah. to hold the bat. You got yeah, to learn how to swing the bat. They yeah, gotta, yeah, yeah. We, got, we got, got a team. We got, got a team. Oh. Yep. It's just you constantly are picking up the new points in the sport that you have to, you know, hone in and keep in the back of your head. And then for 40 days, I think you could do something like that. Where yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Multiple sports are a sport, but I, that, that's sick. I want to see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure.
0: Awesome. Um, all right, well, I didn't do a physical one yet. Uh, I'm going to do 75 push-ups a day. Interesting. So 3,000 push-ups total. Kind of like a weird number, but just doing the math. You know, I've had this weird shoulder thing that's been bothering me for, like, I thought it was a shoulder thing, like the last year almost, and just in the last couple months doing home workouts and stuff, and just thinking about what the hell it could be. I think I got a herniated disc. Oh, shit. That's really what I think it is, because, like, it won't heal. I think the same, like, I... When I sneeze, it hurts. You know, where, like all these where, things that pointed me towards that.
1: Where is it? So? Uh,
0: in between, like the point of underneath my shoulder blade and my back. Okay. Like, you know, right in the hock there.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah, hard,
0: to, it's,
1: it's hard to. Is, that, exactly what exactly right. is that where yeah, we?
0: Canat?
1: Yeah, me and me and Dirk Malone have had uh, comparable injuries where it's like uh, we call it the canat. Yeah. But it's like, uh, I think it's like, uh, I think it's muscular though. I don't know if it's a disc because a yeah. disc, I think a disc in terms of a, from a biological standpoint, I think a disc would be, I think a disc would be, man, I'm getting, I'm getting bombed here. Hold on. I think a disc would be Deep in the bones. middle. Of your, I think a bit of a disc would be in the middle of your back. All right, baby, come on. I got to finish up. I love you. I love you. I got to finish up. Um, I think a disc would be in the Could middle be right of your in back. the back. Yeah, that's you're probably right. I think so. I think so. So I, I, I might tend, I, I tend to think that it's muscular. That's my guess.
0: What's then up, right. Diana? well, um, I'm gonna Hi. see how you doing there, cutie. <laughs> We're setting our goals for the next forty she, days, and she you're knows, a part
1: of it. She knows forty days and forty nights are on, right. on deck. She knows she's we well we aware. We need you to eat forty, she's 40 pizzas. She's well aware. Forty pizzas, you have to eat. He said you have to eat 40 pizzas in 40 days. It can't be. <laughs> you, <know. laughs> you can, I believe in you. He believes in you. Mm-mm. So, um, I'm so sorry, I go. was
0: going to try to do 100 a day, and I just want to keep it reasonable. Like, just for that injury, if I need a day, okay. you know, if I need a day, I don't want it to be like I took a day off and now I'm screwed for the month. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, like, of course. So I figure like if I need a day, even if it's six days a week for the six weeks or whatever, like I could still average, I'm gonna average seventy-five a day. You know what I mean? So if you know, I take a awesome. day off, then I right, gotta do course. three that are hundred and that's right. how I'm looking at it. So no, yeah, yeah. Um, I
1: mean you know, I mean, it's an interesting thing um that people do, um, that I've done at points in my life, right, where um whether it's push-ups, sit-ups, those sort of bodyweight exercises where you get in a groove. I think ball players do it a lot. I think fighters do it a lot, especially when you're young, especially uh, when you're not necessarily doing, like, formal lifting, where, like, before bed you might do 100 sit-ups or 100 push-ups or 100 crunches, 50 push-ups, 50 sit-ups, crunches, whatever. Are you planning on doing it a certain time of day or just getting it in? The second I wake up is my goal. I cool. mean, okay. I'm, I'm kind of using it as a way to
0: further organize my day and just start things off on the right foot, like, boom, wake up, 75 push-ups. I'm going to try to do a lot of them, like, outside on grass. But right. regardless, it's going to be, like, the, one of the first things I do in the morning. It's not like a – I don't view it as, like, this crazy Herschel Walker level thing. Right. But I also think that's kind of like the spirit of this is not to be like, you know, of course. I'm gonna save fifty grand in forty days. I right, like right, think sure. things that require unsustainable or un—you know what I mean—like cartoonish.
1: Goes, unsustainable is one of Skol's words. <laughs> no, Unsus- well, like you know, uh, unsustainable I'm, and problematic. No, those right, are like, a yeah. But To me, it's more realistic
0: for me to like. I can be like ten thousand, like three thousand. I can do that. Actually, going out there doing it would matter to me. So that's the number I've got, 3,040 days, you know, and 75
1: a day. Ultimately, like, the key word for 40-40 is consistency, right? So it's just right. the idea of, of how 75, 75 is certainly substantial, but it's like yep. you're saying, it's not a 1,000 a day or something so ridiculous that it's unsustainable. Right, I but, miss a but, day
0: and I'd be doomed, you know? But it's
1: also the thought that, all right, 75, 75 a day for 40 days, that adds up. Well, 3,000 push-ups is, is substantial. Wow. So it's like – it's it's about those like the the smaller investments and how they add up incrementally. So, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I had like a I had a two or three month period where I was doing like 50 sit-ups a day. Right.
0: Or 300 a week or something like that. Right. And I was like cuz it was the same thing. Like I did the math and I'm like, "Wow, you know, over time, So it doesn't doesn't seem necessarily like a daunting number while you're doing each 50. Sure. So sure. if you do that consistently, man, but at a certain point, I was like, wow, man, I'm at like, you know, I'm in, I've done a couple thousand sit-ups here since I started. Of course. So I'm going to try to do that with the ups, and we'll see where sure. it goes. I it. That's awesome. It's awesome.
2: Huh? You can do
1: it. Love it. it oh yeah. Oh
2: yeah.
0: That's it.
1: beautiful.
2: Take a photo of your chest before and after
1: the, the, the progress, the progress of the chestal region. That's right. That's right. All right, Derek, what else you got?
2: All right, so the other one is 40 Days of Dirt's Detox Tea Cocktail. And it's something that I've been doing on the regular this past uh, month where it's – I get the tea kettle going, I get a couple tea bags, I get honey, lemons, and some apple cider vinegar, and I just make, like, this detox cocktail. And I let it sit, I let the um, tea bag steep a little bit, and then I put it in the fridge – and after I'm done training, I'll sip on that as kind of like a recovery elixir. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. It's just something that, um, you know, subconsciously I feel has been helping me and, you know, helping me with my mind and my body. And, uh, you know, I get these, I guess it's um, gut detox and it's also like a body detox tea and then like has turmeric, epineachia, uh, lemon, I epineccia. guess it, I guess it was call called it. Yeah. Yeah, so I just put a bunch of that stuff in, uh, make this big cocktail. So,
1: Beautiful. four days of that. Beautiful. Beautiful. I, I love a cup of tea and I think that the, the therapeutic, uh, um, you know, benefits of tea are a big deal. So, that's awesome, man. That's yeah. fantastic. That's awesome. It's a good that's one. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. All right, Jay, you're up. All right. Um, I, I, I don't have a fully formed list yet either. Oh, no, it's um, all good. But, but one, one of the, one of the obvious ones is always a, a focus for me. This is, this is a, uh, related to training again, um, is to be uh, more and more efficient with my workouts. Um, I, uh, you know, I was once the type who would do marathon workouts, and I've, I've often said that with, with uh, mastery comes efficiency. Mm-hmm. And uh, from a time standpoint um, and from a uh, getting in, you know, getting out what you put in standpoint, I want to improve the efficiency of my training. Sort of started with me when um, Coach Stan put me onto the POF training. Remember when we were talking about the positions of flexion yep. training? And, um, you know, the more and more I talk about it, um, I look into like heavy-duty training and Dorian Yates style of training. I remember talking with Paulie I from PI Fitness, where he was talking about his training when he was like in his 30s or whatever. And he met Dorian Yates and he's talking to Dorian about what he does. And Dorian said, "I want you to go home tomorrow and cut what you're doing in half. Right. And then six weeks from now, take that and cut it in half again. The idea being that more isn't necessarily better; better is better. And how do you extract the most from the least amount of time of sets? All that. So one of my goals is just to be more and more efficient in my training. So awesome. Um, and 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 I and I think that with that efficiency, will also come progress. Yeah." And I think oh, yeah. that, and I think that you lose sight of the fact that um, we got all got a lot of mileage on us to varying degrees. And the more and more training you do, the you know the uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of reps of tricep extensions and all that stuff. Like, all right, well, um, if I can get just as much out of thirty total reps as I can out of one hundred and fifty reps, right? That 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 means that I might have done. 150 amount of reps but got the same amount out of it and that right. and that and and that frees me up for the next five workouts where as opposed to doing that 150 reps in a single workout and then that oh. and how that progresses from there you know what I mean so Absolutely. just that, that mind state of, about being more efficient and more effective Dude, nice. the,
2: the big thing with that you'll realize is like don't change a song every time you're training, and don't look at the phone. That's what I found. I'm like, sure, oh, yeah. I'm sure. go to the next thing, then go to the next thing.
0: Yeah, sure, yeah, sir. of course. Of the course. phone can definitely disrupt. Of course. All right, Dirt. What do you? Uh, what else you got on your docket there, Dirt? You're up. Oh, I'm up. You're All right. Up. Well, I got a couple things. What was your Songs? first
2: one about the reading? Yours is catch a fish, clean, cook, and plant a tree. The seventy. Yep. Take something out, Put
0: it back in with nature. I'm gonna. I got a list of a couple books I'm gonna read. And I am doing the push-ups. I'm trying to hit, like, a bunch of different things here. Um, I'm going to uh, volunteer for a political campaign. That's going to be one of them. Yes. I'm going to volunteer for a political campaign, do a little civic duty, try to get that in, even if it's an hour a week or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. That's one. And the other thing I'm trying to do to – because I'm, like, kind of focused on, like, not just improving myself, but things Mm -hmm. around me. Yeah. Obviously, we have a goddamn pandemic, yeah. so yeah. things have been better <laughs> than, than they are right now. And I'm thinking like, all right, well, rather than just be upset that things aren't great, like what can I do to make things better? What little positive contributions, you know? Um, so I'm going to work on a political campaign, whatever the hell uh, they need. And I'm also going to go to parks and trails I've been to and take out a, tr- a trash bag worth of garbage.
2: I like that.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna try to clean up. I've been to a couple of places where it's like this beautiful place, and then there's like a hundred water bottles just in the brush. I'm gonna take like, those
2: out. Kind of like adopting a part of the trail, you know? Something yeah, like that.
0: exactly, man. Like, trust me, man, you could fill a thousand trash bags some of these places, especially with people flooding there in the last couple months. So I'm gonna try to clean up a couple of parks, a couple
1: of trails,
0: take a couple of bags of trash out.
1: No, no. (laughs) No, Come here. here. Wave Wave and say bye to everybody. Say bye. Bye-bye.
0: Bye, (laughs) Bye,
1: Sienna. Bye-bye. See you. I'm
2: writing all these down just so you guys know.
1: Good. That's awesome. That's what we need. Accountability, right? That's a big part of it, right? Accountability.
0: (laughs) Holding ourselves accountable. I've just added two. Going to work on a campaign and I'm going to take some trash bags worth of garbage out of some state parks.
1: I love it, man. It's fucking amazing. You know, we we got into a groove where like by my house there's like a little trail. It's not like a, a technically designed to be a hiking trail, but it's just like a a, a trail that's blazed through the woods here. Yeah. And um I'm grabbing just, something. I'll be right back. We, yeah, Hold yeah. One, We've second. just gotten into a groove of like grabbing cans and bottles as we walk. Yeah, there you go. Grabbing cans and bottles as we walk. Picker. See that
2: picker at the real America?
1: Not fucking around, dude. We got pickers. <laughs> yeah, grabbing a grabbing a can in a bottle, you know, cans and bottles and that kind of stuff. Taking them back and throwing them in our recycling because what the fuck, yeah. you know? No, and it's no, like, dude. and it's it's one of those things, man. It's one of those things. It's not unlike, um, you know, we've had this conversation before about like the 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 um, the uh, shopping cart, right? Like we've had that conversation before. Right. Um, and it's funny because I saw that that like turned into a meme, but that's a Squadcast conversation before like yeah. these, these tiny things that people blow off. Oh, there's a piece of trash, picking that piece of trash up, throwing it, throwing it out. Right. Takes zero effort and zero time. Right. Yeah. But so many people will blow it off. Right. And it's like becoming the guy who doesn't blow that off. Right. Yeah. The shopping cart. Like, uh, you know, I, I've, I've, um, I've gotten, it's funny because I, I've gotten into a groove where, you know, I always take a shopping cart. I, I always take my shopping cart back, obviously. But if I see other stray ones near me, I'll take. I'll put those back, too. Right. And it's funny. I did that the other day, and some guy stops he he's like, I saw what you did. That's a good thing. <laughs> I was like, you totally. You scared the shit out of me. He scared the shit out of me. I was like, what, man? And I was like, oh, yeah, man, hey. You know, I said we all got to do funny. our part. But it's like that's these it. little these little tiny gestures. And then you think about the exemplary status of normal action, and that guy saw me do that, and now that guy might do that. And yep. you know, and it's like those little fucking things, uh, right? Man, dude,
0: examples matter.
1: You know, it's one thing I believe. Pushing for carts sure. at
2: Costco, man, I will always put my cart back. Of course. Realize that it's like, oh,
1: it's like working at working in the service industry. You understand how you'll never treat a, a waitress or a right. bartender or or anyone, uh, because you've been treated like that. You've seen that that side of it, you know, for sure. Yep. You know, it is 40 days and 40 nights, and. I was thinking, you know, they're Malone fire, getting me fired up with regard to uh, um, the sports cards. Oh, wow. does, does anybody remember who the first member of the Forty Forty Club was?
0: It's not. It's not. It was Cantego.
2: Oh my God! It's in the
1: book. Wow. There you go. Oh, I got it. That's the. 80, it. That's that's eighty-six. Fleer, Jose. Canseco. That's 86 Donruss highlights. Shh.
2: Not related to Jose Vizcaino.
1: Canseco. And that's a guy who's like Amazing. done mu- done much shame to himself at this point. Nice. Some, some young Canseco action. He's done like, you know, he's really sullied his reputation in a hundred ways. So Jose Canseco at this point, but he was such a bad motherfucker when he was young. It's such a shame, right? You think about how, like, you can be such, like, a cool fucking pop culture figure and go from that to, like, I don't know, an outcast in the course of however many years? I think – here's a free idea. We always do this. Give out a free idea to someone to make millions of dollars. Go ahead. I think somebody
0: should take, like, the Cansecos of the world. Yes. And make, like, broken jerseys
1: for lack of a
0: better – You know what I mean? Okay. Yep. Jerseys that are kind of like –
1: not tainted. like cut and
0: sew, but, like, have, like, a little bit, like, of an edge. And they're, like, not quite as clean as right, professional right. jerseys. Right,
1: right, And sure. it's got
0: – but it's, like, a Canseco, like, broken A's jersey. Nice. And you take these guys, like, without going too far into the scandalous right. where, you know, right, it's, right, like, right. Sure. you know, guys who've killed people or whatever. But, right, like, sure. get those kind of controversial figures in each sport. Yeah. And do kind of, like, an outcast, you know – um, problem, problematic. <laughs> That's what
1: well, kind of set of jerseys, you know. And, and you know, it's one of those things too, where it's like, um, I, you know, I will, I, I'm comfortable enough, and I have enough, like, uh, I guess, uh, ability to suspend reality in certain ways. Where I, I, and I'm not talking about like OJ, right? But, but, just, you know, in general, like a guy like Conseco. I can forget about all the bullshit and just remember when he was like this phenom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like bash brothers, McGuire and Canseco and any of the baggage that came afterwards. But for that period there, they were fucking awesome. So like right. the, that good juice to me is still incredible. And I try to not let it be sullied and tarnished by all the fucking bullshit. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm yeah, able yeah. to, I'm able, I'm able to compartmentalize my mind a little bit in that way. You have to sometimes. Yeah. I got to show
2: you this one. me. show me.
1: Show me. Oh, dude. See
2: that? See that? that? see that?
1: I do nice. see it. I do, the background's fucking it up. But, yes, dude, let me tell you, prime time. Let me tell you, prime time being on the Yankees was one of the coolest fucking things ever, right? Because he was my favorite football player. And coming out of Florida State, right, and on the Falcons, he was so fucking good. And the fact that the Yankees drafted him and that, yeah. that, and that for a little a little while there, for a cup of coffee before he ended up on the Braves and um, wherever else, and the Reds. Um when he was on the Yankees, it was just too fucking cool the fact that Dion was a Yankees prospect. <laughs> yeah. I got I gotta dig in the crates. I got some Dion's in the crates. I gotta I gotta dig in the crates. I'll I'll bring them for the next cast. Primetime cast. And
2: I saw it, I was like, Holy shit, Dion Sanders fucking Yankee card? That's
1: nuts. Yeah, that's nineteen ninety. That's like that's he's a rookie there. That's and a, I came across some
2: boxing cards too.
1: Nice Checking boxing that cards. That's cool. Nice. they like,
0: well, yeah, you don't want to do Arturo Gotti, but you know what I'm saying? Like, of course. Kind of like the contra- – you know, if you did a series of garments for the more controversial figures in sports yeah. and made them like a little off-centered and a little ragtaggy and a little like all that, you know, it could be a cool of, thing.
1: Speaking of controversial figures, I heard that Iron Mike Tyson is going to be on AEW Wrestling. I don't know if he has been yet, but I heard he's going to well. be, and that he's in the process of working on a comeback. You know what I'm I mean, they say we've that just, We've discussed – e We've discussed this already where, where yeah. Sco, Sco talked about what it would cost to be struck in the head by Iron Mike, and he said, no, thanks. I'll pass. Yeah, I
0: mean, like you, – Keep your dog.
1: If you were saying the stomach – Yeah, yeah, of course. You know. you got to fight. Head you got to like fight shit. How much yeah. do you
0: get hit in the head with a bat?
1: Right. No, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, exactly. So, That's what it is. But him
0: and Evander are talking about coming back. There's yep. all these, like, things, like, agreed to a fight. Like, every day I see another article and it's not accurate. You got to wait and see. Yeah, yeah, of see. yeah But yeah, they, sure. I believe they will both get big paydays.
1: They will, of course. You know, it'll of happen. Course. Of
0: course. The thing that's – you know, I don't – look, Tyson seems, like, mentally healthy. Yeah, yeah. But – I don't know, you know. I don't know what his money financial situation is. He seems I think to it's do good. Do it I think
1: sh- he's in. I think he's in good shape. I
0: think so too. Like, yeah. you know, I hope he was exploited pretty bad. He
1: was at one point, but I feel like and he came back. I feel like, like
0: into that. You know, I feel like
1: he came back from all that. Yeah, I feel no, like he's you know, old. I feel like he's older and wiser now, though. I, I get would the hope,
0: right? Yeah. um but you know, he did lose his last couple real fights.
1: Pretty he did, convincingly. of course. Yeah, he did, and it,
0: and it. Now because we're all nostalgic and everything, it's like easy to forget that. But like, you know, he wasn't doing well against me like a couple mediocre boxers at the That's true. twenty years ago. That's true. I don't know how it's gonna go if it's a real fight, but you know, we'll be rooting for him to like pull a foreman and like, you know. Of course. Sneak a sneak, uh, – maybe he beats three bums and then gets a title fight and pulls a rabbit out of his. Head,
1: the, the, one, the one problem is that, like, uh, you look at how big, like, Deontay Wilder and oh. um, Tyson Fury are just in terms of reach and height and stuff like that. And, and it, it, you know, they're powerful. And also because they're so big, it, it's awkward. And it's like thought, Lennox. Yeah. Right. The thought of Mike fighting them at this point is like, fuck. I don't know. I don't know. It just seems – I don't know it was funny I, I saw I saw um I saw uh Teddy Atlas talking about it and he's like you know they're talking about show, show, Teddy Atlas being one of his trainers uh, in, in in Mike's youth under customado and they were talking about uh you know the footage of Mike's training and Teddy Atlas is like, watch this and he's like He's like, I look pretty good right there, right? <laughs> like, yeah. and, right? And he's like, he's like, but I'm not getting in the ring right now against you know whoever the fuck he said. I'm not getting in the ring against a contender right now. And the way he said it was so perfect. Yeah. I'm like, you're right. He does look pretty good right there when he did that. And that yeah. doesn't mean that he can go fight right. Teddy Atlas can go yeah, fight it's right now. Yeah, a big difference. And that's yeah. I think that's kind of the point he was making. And I'm like, yeah, it's a very valid point. It's a very valid point. <laughs> it's a. It's... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and he did it. He looked, Teddy Atlas looked great when he did that. And I'm sure like, he oh, does. I'm yeah. sure he's got
0: great technique, everything. It's of course, Atlas, yeah. of
1: course, of course. And still quick hands and all that. It doesn't mean he can yeah. go fight right now. And it's no. that's the point he was making, you know. Well, who so, knows, you know.
0: Of you course, know? of course. I'm
1: not wet blanketing it. I'm all for it, man, whatever. As, as long as he's, as long as he maintains, as long as he can come through this thing and maintain his health. Yeah, Then that, it. then, then it's fucking cool. It'd be cool to watch the journey. All right, Dirt. You got forty days to get in shape to fight Tyson. Yep, no big deal. Hit, hit those miles. No. All right, big is there anything deal. you guys uh, left out?
0: Anything you want to hit? Obviously, we got a couple days still to share. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm our gonna be full at list and all that.
1: I'm gonna work on my list on refining it. Yeah, we'll toss I, I I saw I, I just just uh beat, we should beat – look, look at, at Dirt. That. Look at you, Dirty Malone. It's this. happening. I was sitting here getting ready to talk about the, about you creating fire and you're creating fire in real time. Creating yeah.
2: Fire in real time guys. All right, this well, is so, so,
1: so just, you know, I, I got to point out that in, in the midst of mayhem, in the midst of quarantine, these two fucking hats came out. Yeah, like, I gotta say, I gotta say that is not amateur hour. My friend, no. that is not Bush league. That is not that is not Jordan Double A Birmingham Barons man. This is like fucking legit.
2: You yeah, know? And you know what's funny is you start to realize like people have different styles and hats are like. Well, I can't wear the you know the the curb brim. I got to wear this one or that one. And everyone yeah. different tastes.
1: But that the, fucking hats cr- are
2: fucking butter.
1: Look at that. That fucking crown is nuts. And then we got the raised one back here, like the starter cap. I like that one a lot. Yeah. Fucking. Beautiful, man. Beautiful fucking hats. Super proud of the progress that we've made in terms of just stepping up and on every level, right, in terms of construction, design. They're fucking huge... Couldn't be of of
0: a higher quality.
1: Huge huge tip of the cap to you, Dirty Malone, for fucking executing all this shit, man. Fucking awesome. awesome,
2: They're available now, those hats, too. People don't realize.
1: I gotta start... I gotta... um, Well, first, I gotta point, point that out. Now, that... That is fucking. That is pretty fucking amazing. I gotta say. Yeah, I like it. That's got a little Tinker Hatfield action going on. I gotta say. <laughs> and then, yeah, Yo, you want to hear something crazy? Yeah. Hijack, yeah. It. This hijack
0: pretty, it. So hijack. Tinker Hatfield. Yes. Hatfield. Yes. Those Hatfields, dude. The Hatfield really? and the McCoys. That's Just, Tinker Hatfield. Get the fuck so out he, of here! Yeah, he's he descends and is part of the the famous. Um rivalry between these two families that are like, you know, you don't know who they are, yeah, but yeah, the yeah. names.
1: Of course, the Hatfields and the McCoys. Wow, that's fucking nuts.
0: Yeah, from West Virginia. Um, cool. them beefing in the eighteen late 1800s. Wow. A famous family feud. Wow, that's fucking crazy. Tinker Hatfield descends from those. <laughs> <hold on, laughs> um Hold on, I know it's in here. No, it's definitely true. McCoy. Hats don't like each other. Let me see where this is. Because I I read it the other day and I was like, you got to be
1: Speaking of, speaking of Hatfield, Der Malone, I, I have a story about this particular hat that I will share with the world. I'm not going to do it now on the cast, but okay. this hat the, the roots of this hat go deep. They run so very deep, Der Malone. Yes, they
2: do run deep. You know what's funny is that there's another piece of inspiration that you and Coronado are flicking on and off back and forth that uh, we got to make
1: happen. And yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. What the hell I'm talking about. I do know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, I think that's going to be amazing. I'm excited about that.
2: Scott, you excited. To find this thing, dude. It's we say we've got five minutes left on this countdown for these freaking free Zoom meetings that were compiled. It's
1: almost, it's almost time for eating. Like we said, we're going to keep this whole thing to 40 <laughs>
0: That's right. We're so good. To go. It's right up there, technical difficulties. It's a tech diff. Tech diff. Dirtiest thing you've eaten. Eatin. We got to get that in, eatin. especially with four days coming up. This is like the final. Ooh, yeah. Oh, man. Although
1: I'm going to get an eaten in this. Oh, weekend, no, Wait, I'm, I'm going to get it eaten in this weekend. And I think I'm going to block off at least probably a meal at, on the weekend where I can where I get some fucking calories in because I yeah, I don't know. I don't know if, it, if it's good on any level. If I try to be as chaste as I'm being right now for 40 straight days. So I think at least one time a week, i uh, like probably on a Sunday or something. I'm going to eat like something that I want to eat, something nice. that's more something that's more calorically dense for sure. And then it's like you know, it, on a practical scale, if you're keeping your shit on point, it gives you something to look forward to all week to work towards. Yeah,
2: you, know? you got to earn yeah, that body. shit. You got to give the body something on a day,
1: man. And and you got to earn it. You know, it's it's like you're working, it. you're working towards it. That's um, right. Eaten. Uh, did you see Tara made? Uh, homemade cookie crisp cookie uh, cereal. Did you see that?
0: No, I did not Made, like, see that. Uh, little
1: cho- no. little chocolate chip, like brookie oh, cookies. Yeah, yeah, and I, cookie. I, nice. I, And I ate some out of the G cold bowl mug, the mean oh. mug, uh, in Fairlife milk. I'm salivating. Yeah, it that should have been an image that we
2: posted on Instagram,
1: man. You're right. It should. Have been. I bet you, I could find one. I could find one. The quarantine cuisine yeah. video
2: that she did was freaking phenomenal. Making, I know. I know, yeah, Holy shit.
1: I know she shot it vertical because she didn't realize what the dirt Malone fucking specs were. But yeah, it's fucking nuts. The cookie burger. It's insane. What are I eating for you, fellas? Dirt.
2: Pretty clean man. I've been I've been eating pretty damn clean. Uh, I have some uh, icy creams. Nice. Um, Aaron's been making these like chocolate peanut butter banana muffins. We wait for the bananas to just get all black and mushy, and then we yep. Do- Cook up some of those, but for the most part, I've been eating pretty damn clean. I got to go off the wagon tonight. I think that's what it's going to be. what yeah. about you?
0: Um, you know, I had a uh, a little McDonald's this week. I had a McDonald's, a couple burgers, and a uh, shake, a strawberry milkshake. Good for from you, McDonald's.
1: Now, how's the strawberry milkshake from McDonald's? I don't know if I've ever had one. Oh, it's good. I'm a strawberry milkshake fan, so. I know. They got nice. a good one, dude. No shit. All right. Yeah, good, it's a it's like
0: perfect strawberry milkshakey taste. taste. So. Good
1: to know. Good to know. Yeah, like, I, the fr- it I always think the Friendly's strawberry milkshake is one of the great strawberry milkshakes. Am I wrong in thinking that? Have I romanticized that for some reason? I that? wouldn't
0: know entirely. Friendlies is usually solid ice cream. I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, The friendly strawberry milkshake. I'm, like a, I'm
0: a big proponent of, like, diner milkshakes. Like oh, that for sure. Be my favorite well, a, di- yeah.
1: a, a diner strawberry milkshake is no joke. Like yeah, the, absolutely. In, like, the what, – what do you call that cup? What do you call that? that, John? Dirt's getting bombed. Yo, is that fucking fraud? Shout out to fraud. That's strawberry fucking slammer, son. The Strawberry Slammer. That's right. Tell him when I blow up and I don't know nobody, I want him to name the Strawberry Slammer after me. That's when I know I've made it. Your audio is off, Dirt. You're mute, Dirt Malone. You're muted. Mute Malone.
2: Sorry about that. He just dropped the cake off. Nice. So maybe that's gonna. What's the dirty thing is going
0: to be. There you go. <laughs> Hell yeah.
2: Strawberry Slammer. All right, we got less than a minute to wrap this up.
0: All right, fellas, 40 days and 40 nights.
1: I'm fucking fired right, here's up. Here's the list. Rate. Right here is the list. It's all of our We
0: got a list at... of some things up oh. there. We got all three of our stacks are available on gcodenutrition.com. Check are. out these squad are. stacks.
1: They are. They are
0: out by the time you're seeing this. And uh, keep your eyes peeled for 40-40 juice. We got a lot coming your way. Lots
1: of fucking juice it's gonna is It's going to be an awesome
0: 40 days, guys. I'm looking forward to it. Let's crush the shit. That's right. I look forward
2: to seeing you guys and getting some bro hugs in soon. Hopefully. Oh man, I can't Absolutely, wait to
1: I can't wait to put some man on, on another man. Let me go some fish them. guts down the back of your shirt.
2: Nice well, do a freaking trade show, and, uh, and I'll sleep in the same room. You know, that's right. It's a, come on, man. <laughs> that's
0: right. It's, I missed that. Dude, for real. Like real <laughs> bed,
1: like real, man. <laughs> like real men. <laughs> like man, what are they gonna make a bed? You sleep naked with me like a real man, Scott.
0: Sorry. <laughs> Facts. All right, guys. Take care. All right, guys. Peace. Peace.
2: Peace. Peace, guys.